The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Something else we talked about earlier, and we're coming back to now, is this statue of Prince Albert outside Leinster House. Prince Albert, the wife, the wife, the husband of and first cousin of uh, Queen Victoria. Uh, Patter Tobin, the Ain2 uh, leader, was with me uh, earlier. Uh, Patter wants it removed. Rona McGreevy is with me now, the Irish Times journalist and the author of Great Hatred, the Assassination of Field Marshal Sir Henry Wilson MP. Ronan, it's always good to talk to you. Um, wh- whereabouts, for, for people who aren't sure, where exactly is this statue? They might be trying to picture it. Yes, it's uh, very inconspicuous, uh, which is probably why it's lasted as long as it, it does. It's at the back of Leinster House uh, on Leinster Lawn, next door to, on one side is the National Gallery, and on the other side is government buildings. It's, you can see it from the road, but it's not in a public place, so to speak. It's on the grounds of, of uh, Leinster House. And how long has it been there? When was it, when was it erected? A long time. 1869 is when it was unveiled. Um, it was commissioned by uh, the burghers of Dublin to commemorate uh, Pri- uh, Prince Albert, who had died in, I think, 1861. The Queen went, Queen Victoria went into mourning for about 20 years after that. Albert was regarded as a very progressive individual, somebody who championed sort of ag- agriculture and science and all these things. And the memorial was originally in the centre of Leinster Lawn, um, where the cenotaph is now to, uh, to 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 three of the victims of the Civil War, and it was removed to the sort of basically a hedge on the side of the Leinster Lawn. It's a very inconspicuous uh, statue. It's, it's far from bombastic or anything like that, which is, as I said to you, probably the reason why it's been under the radar uh, as long as it has. So it, it, it was alongside or, or, or did it accompany a, a statue of Queen Victoria? Did that come later? Because I know that has been mentioned in, in dispatches today that there was a statue of Queen Victoria, which in the 1940s, I think we had shipped off. Yes, well, the, 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 the difference, well, Queen Victoria's statue is much later than uh, Prince Albert's. That was unveiled in 1908. Um, it was put on the front lawn of Leinster, uh, of Leinster House, uh, where the uh, plinth is now, or where all the where the where the cars go in, and um, obviously uh, for a lot of TDs who were walking in past that statue every day, it was quite in front uh, in an independent island. So, but it took a huge amount of time. It took nearly 25 years of independence to remove it. It was moved in 1948 to uh, the, the Royal Hospital in Kilmainham, and then was shipped off. I think as late as 1987, as far as I remember to Australia, and now it's in Sydney. And um, that was removed because of, it was so it was much bigger than the Albert statue, and also it's a much more prominent place. Whereas the Albert statue, although it's been moved, it's kind of, you know, been sort of out of sight and out of mind for the last basically 150 years. Are there, are there many other statues like it that might fall into the same category uh, as the Prince Albert statue? Statues that, that, that might be suggested as commemorating British rule or British rulers in Ireland. Well, I mean, the biggest memorial in, in Ireland is the Wellington Memorial in, in the Peaks Park. I don't, I don't see anybody get rid of that anytime soon. Oh, well, he was, a, he, think, was, he was an Irishman, Ronan, you yes, know, famously. Yes, he was. He was but he, yes. Uh, there, the, uh, most of the statues that were to um, sort of British... Uh, 
figures have been either blown up or shipped off. Um, obviously, Nelson's Pillar is the most famous one. There was a statue of uh, Lord Goff in the Phoenix Park, which apparently was quite um, was quite a, a, a very very good statue. That, that that was blown up. So was the statue to uh, William of Orange, which was in College Green, and there were various other sort of forgotten luminaries of British life. And those statues were, have been removed over the last. 100, 150 years. So I think uh, I'm, tr- I'm struggling to remember uh, a statue similar to that of Prince Albert anywhere else in, mm. in Dublin. As I said, it's probably because it's so inconspicuous that it has lasted this long. Uh, now, w- w- when Padder was on the show earlier, um, you know, he, he wasn't suggesting that, you know, w- w- we engage in absolute historical revisionism, that we change the name of Leinster House, for example, because it's named for the Duke of Leinster or that we go around vandalising old post boxes but his argument essentially when it came to Prince Albert was that uh, that he and his wife uh, were British rulers during the famine and this more than anything else meant that there shouldn't be a statue to him commemorating him, celebrating him uh, even if that's not the purpose anymore but that certainly was the purpose at the time it shouldn't be allowed to stand in our Houses of Parliament I mean is there some merit in that argument? Yes, up to a point there is. I mean, I, I think there's, it is a complete anachronism. I mean, how would it survive this long is be beyond me. But uh, I think that if you were to remove it at this stage, you would actually send out the wrong signal. Um, I think that, you know, I, I, we're at a time where, where, where relations between, say, Britain and Ireland are at a very delicate stage post-Brexit. There's, there's also, you know, um, relations the assembly in the north isn't up and running, and if you were to just take it and ship it back to England, I think it would be it would send out all the wrong messages. I, I do think that eventually it should be removed, but th- there's a very some countries have had a very very good idea. One of them is is India. India actually has a royal park which is dedicated <laughs> exclusively to former imperial mo- memorials, and there's also I think some kind of a place in Budapest where all the the sort of communist era statues of Stalin. There is, and, and I've been there, and it's it's kind of incredible. It's an absolutely bizarre place, but it is, it's it's amazing in its own way. Yeah, and I, there, there's something to be said for that, but I actually think moving it at this stage, it's completely inconspicuous, and it's, it's I, I just don't see the merits of really moving it mm. at this stage. Um, it's been there for so long, and it is part of, you know, our... our our culture and heritage as well. I mean, the, you know, you still have the the post boxes with the uh, with the crown on them, and you know, are we going to remove all of those while we're at it? Um, I don't know, but uh, I would I I'd leave I'd leave it I'd leave well alone for the moment. And, yeah. and, and, and I mean, there was there was a proposal in 2018 to remove it. The problem is nobody knows who actually owns it. So, um, where would you put it if if, if you were to get, if you were to? I guess the, I know there's been a suggestion in the RDS uh, because um, you know he, he was, uh, as I understand it, fairly centrally involved in kind of the Royal Dublin Society and getting it well, up and running. Um, uh, or Collins Barracks, I guess, given it's a historical yeah, artifact. We could, I mean, it's small enough to fit into. Put it right the in the middle of the courtyard in Collins Barracks, big celebratory yeah, statue. Like <laughs> And, uh, I mean, Albert was, uh, as I said at the time, uh, okay, you know, he, he did preside over the family. Well, his wife did, really. Um, but he was, I mean, I don't know how how personally responsible for the family he was. I mean, he was an individual who was 
very enlightened by the standards of the times. He was anti-slavery, he was anti-child labour, uh, etc. And he wasn't British either. He was actually German. So, I mean, it's... it's well, I, 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 that, that's I, I, kind of... that They were all German. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so... Um, I, 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 I don't think it should leave Ireland, but, but if, if, if there was a, a consensus as to where it would go, that it, it wouldn't cause offence to move mm. it, I, I, I don't think it, I think it, it, it I think it, the, uh, a good place could be, could yeah. be the idea. Yeah, it, it's hard to be an absolutist when it comes to these things, isn't it? Because I'd wager most people probably fall into the category whereby they, their, their natural inclination is not to go around, as I said, you know, vandalising yeah old uh, letterboxes. At the same time, I don't think most people want to go back to Sackville Street and Queen's County or King's County oh, either. Yeah. No, no. And uh, I think we had this discussion before that if you were to start to rename every street in Dublin that, that, that had uh, uh, the proprietor of which had a dodgy past, you, you'd, be, you'd be doing a lot of renaming. A lot of the reason why these sort of uh, anachronistic uh, memorials and street names and stuff survived is out of inertia. People know the names, uh, they know Nassau Street, they know um, you know so many streets in Dublin that are named the Westmoreland Street are named after people and if you were to start changing the names of all of these places, people would get very confused. So mm. in a lot of cases, it's just simply inertia that these memorials have been there as long as they have. Well, listen, like I say, lots of people have been getting in touch. My favourite so far, turn the statue of Prince Albert into a fountain like the piddling boy in Brussels and we could call it Squirt, <laughs> Squirty Bertie and it become a major tourist attraction, an international tourist attraction. That's the best suggestion we've <laughs> that, had all day. That's the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ronan McGreevy, Irish Times journalist and author of Great Hatred, The Assassination of Field Marshal Sir Henry Wilson MP. Ronan, thanks a million for joining us. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.